When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high-energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, January 30th, 2023. How is everyone everyone doing on this Monday? Everybody here? Good. Everyone sober? Well, close enough. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to this to the podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup, Hers- Hershey Bears, the only... Hershey HL podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. And we are entering All-Star Weekend, everyone. We are at the unofficial, official halfway point of the season. So I will tell you the same thing I would have said on the Friday face-off this week. Love, hug, and cherish whatever part of this season is left because it will be gone before you know it as we've hit the proverbial mountaintop of the Hershey Bears season right now as this past Sunday we took part in the great Bears tradition known as the Teddy Bear Toss, but we have some recaps to get into before that. Now, a bit of a programming note from uh, from last week. I know I've had a lot of these this month. So I didn't do a Friday face-off last week, which is where I would have done a recap of this uh, said game we are going to talk about. Because last week I was dealing with a stomach virus. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know, I, I just, it, it, it hit me like a tank on, uh, on, on, uh, on Tuesday and, and Wednesday, and I was able to battle through it on Wednesday, but Thursday, I was still very, feeling very feh and very blah, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to my body, and I'm not doing anything, I went John Taffer on myself, I'm shutting this down, I'm shutting you down! And I was just not going to record. I was not going to do anything. I am just going to relax. And I'm not going to do anything. 
and I started to feel better over the next couple days and mostly getting back to to myself and I was like, you know what? I'll just recap this Lehigh game on the Sunday on Sunday show as our usual re- weekly recap, you know, like I used to do before we started doing the Friday face off as a thing. Don't worry, we will still have the Friday face off this week. All right? Good. Don't worry. These things just happen and sometimes I have to take care of myself first before we get into before I deal with this podcast as also my buddy Neil Valentino who is also dealing with himself dealing with him some stuff out there himself love you brother take care of yourself anyway let's get back into the action let's go way back all the way back to Wednesday on a uh, messy Wednesday, and the Bears went out to the PPL Center for the first of, well, good amount of matchups we have left against the old Lehigh Valley Phantoms, the boys in black and orange there at the cavernous uh, PPL Center. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's tough times out there for the fighting Anisimovs there in Lehigh Valley. The Bears coming off a Canadian road trip where they went 0-1-0, technically won the weekend, but now we've got some division opponents, and it's going to start getting tougher as we head more and more into the, into the, uh, into the season here. A good, healthy, maybe 2,000 people showed up there at the Electrodrome. A far cry from what from what it was. Your goaltenders that night, Zach Fukali versus Samuel Erson. Oh goody. Oh goody. He's done some time in Philadelphia. This should be interesting, but the boys come out flying early as a long shot in on Erson. Pat's a rebound scores! Connor McMichael Dust Funderkin gets one in early. Yes! I'm there in the in the truck. It's sneeding outside, and Connor McMichael gets it in. That's what I love. Getting a goal a minute 15 into the game is a polite way to tell maybe 800 people to sit down and shut up. I love it. And I'm just typing it out. Wait, is that Elliot Dijonets? He's He scores. I didn't even get my recap done. Could you guys have at least held a lead? Ah. <sighs> Okay, so I guess I got to reset all that with with all that. Connor McMichael gets his ninth of the season. Dylan Mickelrath, his eighth assist. Joe Snively, his second assist of the season. But Elliot Dizionese answers with his 14th goal. Jordy Belvare, his 12th assist. And Max Wellman, Wellness, gets his seventh assist of the season. And the two teams really settle down after that. I mean, it, 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 it's been a while since we've seen the boys at the Electrodrome. We haven't seen them since Christmas. We haven't. And we've still got uh, eight more meetings against these schnooks. So, yeah, bit of feeling out. Bukali settled down. Earlson settled down. It's going to be fine, bro. We're going to be fine. We're going to have fun. We're going to do things. We'll be all right. Bears get a... Uh, Bears get a power play early into the second. Uh, Ronnie at at Tard gets a delay of game penalty up and over the boards. It goes. You go to the box. 
So the Bears get set up on the power on the power play, really winning faceoffs in this game, and I love to see it. Garrett Pilon works the boards. Bjorkstrom, wrister on the way. Pat save, rebound, scores! Joe Snively gets another one. Four goals, four games with the Bears. Joe Snively, power play goal. Hot, 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 power play. Six games in a row with a power play goal for the for the Bears. Me all on fire. Me feeling hot, hot, hot. Yes, 2-1. 2-1 there in Lehigh, and <laughs> I don't... All right, I love these type of games. I absolutely love it. Lehigh's trying to press back a little bit as both teams really ramp it up the shots in the second. Already 14-17 on shots, and this was a far cry from the uh, 25-23 shots I'd see through two periods for all of the NHL action that I saw the pre- the previous week weekend. But the Phantoms work the puck in down low. Boys, get it out of there. Get the puck out of the zone. Adam Brooks, crossover to Age Hodgkins. He scores. Hayden Hodgkins, double H there in Allentown. And I have to hear it. All right, fine. But I get to hear the... Get, to hear the cool goal song. Hey, oh, 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 whoa! Wait, what's that? I'm listening to on the podcast. Wait a minute. That's a new goal song they used? Well, the wrestler they have hasn't been in the WWE for about eight years, but who cares? It's cool. They changed it? Oh, of course they did. Of course they did. Anyway... Hayden Hodgkins, second goal of the year. Adam Brooks, his eighth. Kevin Katuian gets his fifth assist of the season, and it's 2-2 after two. Shots are 17-20. Lehigh, Zach Fucali, holding strong, doing good work. Sam Erlson, he's doing okay. Okay, but let's go to the third. Tied at two. I really don't want to have to deal with this team. I honestly really, really don't. And the Bears get a little bit of possession going there in the third. Gabriel Collison, Dylan Mickelrath throws it up to him. Joe Snively comes in on the wing. Cut, shoots, he scores! Joe Snively got him again! Yes! One minute into the third. I hop back in the jockey wagon and the Bears have scored! Three to Hershey! One minute into the third. Yes, world. Yes. That's what I want to see out of the boys against the Phantoms. 3-2. Power play for the Bears midway through the third as Aiden Hodgkins goes off for holding. Bears winning faceoffs as Vecchioni works it over to Connor McMichael. McMichael down low. Looking back up to Vecchione. Looks along the wall like he's playing NHL something. Back down to Connor McMichael. Mason Morelli. Slot. Shoot. Scores. Oh, liquid hockey. Liquid hockey. Passing. One, two, three. Bam. In the net. Mason Morelli gets his six. Connor McMichael. Eighth assist of the season. Mike Vecchione. Nineteenth assist of the season. And it is four to Hershey. Yes. 4-2 in Lehigh. Oh, I'm watching this. I'm watching this. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. They got nothing. I don't have to hear that stupid arena and all of its stupid gimmicks, including 
Hey, Phantoms fans, it's time for you to wake up! <laughs> Hard to tell people to wake up when you can't even get 400 people there! <sighs> but I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Not even two minutes later, the Bears still pressing on with the Phantoms. Pilon to Diorio. Long shot bouncer off the boards right to Mason Morelli who bats it in! Mason Morelli off the boards and into the net! The pinball lively board play that the Detroit Red Wings and Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins do so well. Mason Morelli, second of the game, seventh of the season. Vinny Iorio is 11th assist and Garrett Pilon, 10th assist of the season. And that is all she wrote. Go warm up the bus and the Bears. Oh, Get a win there at the Electrodrome. Three, two, one, win. Pack up the stuff. We gotta go. And the Bears win it. Five to the final. Three stars. Aiden Hodgkins with a goal. Mason Morelli with two assists. And Joe Snively with two goals and an assist. Well done, lads. Well done. Great job. Zach Fucali, 20 for 22. Good night out of him. Good healthy night. Todd Nelson... Loved what he saw out of the boys that night. Great plan. Great job. And all all aspects of the lineups. Good to see the middle six getting back into this. Connor McMichael getting points. Mason Morelli finally getting points back on the board after he seemingly cooled off a bit. After having a first hot first two months of the season. So good on Mason Morelli for getting that work done. And I love seeing stuff stuff like that. So, Bears win it in Lehigh, 5 to the final. But we weren't done with those orange-coated schmoes. Because we had to play them again on a Saturday night there in Lehigh. Where yours truly would have been out there, but I had some family business I had to attend to. But I also want to set the stage. Friday night, they played their arch-hated rivals, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins. That's right, it's Flyers-Pens on an AHL level. And Lehigh put out a little thing on the socials. Wear white Friday night, January 27th. Okay. Lehigh wants to do a whiteout? Okay, fine. More on them. Good. They're playing Wilkes-Barre. Okay. So so I get on social media Friday. It's, it's a slow night. And um, I noticed that Wilkes Lehigh's jerseys are lit or fire, as the kids like to say. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I go, oh, Lehigh's wearing white out jerseys. What in the seven gods is this? What are you doing, Lehigh? Let me set the stage for you, ladies and gentlemen. It is white helmet, white jersey, no orange or black accents whatsoever. Orange Phantom logo. Orange affiliations on the shoulders. Orange numbers on the arms and the back. White pants. White socks. Well, you know what? I'll give them credit for being consistent. I will give them that. But uh, bright orange on white? Mm-mm-mm. No. Just a reminder, boys. Orange is out this winter. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> No. No, I, I am not a big fan of these whatsoever. I am absolutely not a fan of these. 
I know I had some on the Calder Farm stand and friend up in Wilkes-Barre, Nick, tell me, you just can't look past the Phantoms logo. Oh, I can look past the Phantoms logo. I am not blinded by pride as others. I can look past and see a good-looking uniform when I see it, even if my rival wears one. I have few in my collection, but white on orange with no black to pop on it? No, 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 no. No, go dress yourself. Go go wear something better on a Friday night. Now, I was told that it looks better in person than it did on social media. I saw on the highlights, and I'm not convinced. Because all white just blends into the ice. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I want to like them. I want to come around to Phantom Sides, but sorry. It just doesn't put no toot in my horn. But they wanted them. They beat Wilkes-Barre 4-2, which means they're probably going to wear them again. But Saturday night came as the Bears traveled back to the Electrodrum to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. They're on a Saturday night, very busy Saturday night for yours truly, as I had Pittsburgh taking on the San Jose Sharks, the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the New York Islanders, Bears playing in Lehigh on a Saturday night, and the 2023 Royal Rumble taking place all at 7 (sighs) o'clock. I'm booked, as the Grinch said. I'm booked. Maybe if I push the uh, self-loathing back to 10 o'clock, I can stare into the ceiling and slip slowly into madness. But what will I wear? (laughs) Uh, So the boys... Boys are going to take on Lehigh once again. And uh, healthy smattering of people this time. It's a Saturday night. It's a rivalry game. And like it's the one Saturday night game between the Bears and the Phantoms. Uh, fourth roadie there at Lehigh. The majority of them are Wednesday nights or weekday games. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, this is going to be perhaps the one big night you're going to have a lot of Bears fans show up because it is a Saturday. So let's see how it goes. And it feels, and the Bears just come out flying. What in the seven gods is going on? I check in on this 6 1 on shots, four minutes in. Holy crap. What did you guys do Friday? Did somebody order a double shot of espresso there at the Tim Hortons that's attached to the arena? Not that I'm complaining. But the boys get after it early, throwing shots on. Wait, who's in net? Who's in net for this? Uh, the Bears tried, tried out Zach for Collie again, and it's oh, it's Pat Nagel, U.S. Olympian. Pat Nagel, savior of Lehigh last year. Pat Nagel. I'm sure this is going to be a fine game against them. The Bears' first line goes at it. Mike Scarbosa works the puck out of the corner. Ethan Frank over to Mike Vecchione. Kneeling one-timer. He scores! Yes! Mike Vecchione burns his team once again. The top line gets it done. Vecchione is 14th. Ethan Frank, his 14th. And Mike Scarbosa gets his 23rd. Ooh, that scoring line is coming along quite nicely. 1-0, 7-55 in. Awesome job, boys. You'll love to see it. And that is the polite way to tell 7,000 screaming fans to sit down and shut up. I love it. 
But Bobby Nardella gets it up. Vincent Iorio throws it up to a streaking Shane Gersich. And on Pack Nagel backhands. He scores! It scores! Shane Gersich is back on the board. Finally! Shane Gersich scores 2-0 Hershey. His third of the season. Vinny Sec, 12th of the season. Bobby Nardella, his 13th assist of the season. And the Bears are up 2-0. Awesome. Lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And they keep dominating. 9-4 on shots with two minutes to go. But Lehigh keeps pressing in. Gets a few crossing patterns. Cal O'Reilly into the slot. Shoots. Deflected away. Nice job. Nice job. Beck smashes Dijon errors into the board. Turning him to, D- to Dijon A's sauce, if you're telling telling me, but the Bears are able to block down a shot, less than a minute to go, chips it up, Logan Day to Ethan Frank, it's a three-on-one, Scarbosa in the middle, shoots, he scores, beats Pat Nagel, three-on-one, and the Bears are up three-nothing after one, three-nothing, Mike Scarbosa his 15th, Ethan Frank his 15th, Logan Day his 7th, three-nothing, and the Bears go to the locker room, boo, Boo! And trust me, if I was there, I'd be walking down going, <laughs> I love booze. I drink it all the time. <laughs> so far, beating them in the weekend. Eight to two. Do, 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 do. Love it. Love it. I'd be strutting the halls like Ric Flair during that first period and threatening to be beaten up while I'm at it. But the electro drum is no, no, no slouch, boys and girls. And we get into the into the second period. We expect a pushback, but the Bears get a pushback of their own. Gabriel Carson flings it up to Connor McMichael. Down low, Garrett Peel on kneeling. One-timer, he scores! 4 nothing, Hershey! 4! Do I hear 4? I hear 4. 4 nothing in Lehigh. Oh my god. Are we finally going to get the blowout game that we always wanted? Are we finally going to get it? Seven minutes into the period, Riley Sutter gets blasted into the boards by Tyson Forrester. Hmm. He must be trying to impress O. John Tortorella up there on the big boy squad. The guy who believes in courage, justice, tenacity, and truosity up there on the Flyers. Where they despise things like tablets and TikTok and uh, memes up there. So maybe that might get him up there. But old number 71 is going to sit for five minutes. Five minute no release power play for the Bears. <laughs> One more to make it 5 nothing and really put the heart in the dagger. But as I'm, listen- I'm, I'm, I'm watching this. And a thought crosses me brain. Do the Bears need to score here? We're dominating. We're winning. It's like the meme says. Are you winning, son? Yes, father. Yes, I am. We're up 4 nothing. Complete control of this game. We're fine. So why are the Phantoms driving down short-handed? Get Max Wellman backhander. Nope. Zach Fricali saves it. Another another one. Is that who the hell is that? Isaac Radcliffe? Nope. Denied. Uh guys, guys. Um, you know what killed the profitable king? It's not his enemies that come to get him, but it's becoming fat and complacent. Guys, let's make with the giddy up. Can't slouch. But Phantoms chip it down. Max Wellman throws in front. Bounces off Cal O'Reilly and goes in. 
And the Phantoms score shorthanded. Captain Cal O'Reilly gets his fifth on a weird bounce that goes in. 4-1 Bears. Well, shoot. Crud. But, 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 but the Bears close out the period to make it 4-1. And he's okay, guys. We got this. He's okay. We're gonna be fine. It's 4-1. It's 4-1. I mean, yeah, we've blown leads in that building before. We're leading in shots 21-14. Remember, Bears fans, shots on goals win games. That's what you tell me all the time. So, we're fine. He's okay. We got this. Especially one minute into the period. Mike Vecchionio to Ethan Frank. He scores! Our precious baby boy, Ethan Frank, scores! One minute into the third. 5-1. Done. Done. We're, do- we're-, we're done here. 5-1. Lee Ice Toast. Have they swapped out Pat Nagel yet? Nope. Ian LaPierre is going to let the goalie go down with the ship. <laughs> All right. Let's keep pumping more and more cannonballs into that sinking ship. Cannonballs. Why am I thinking of Columbus anyway? But Cal O'Reilly finds Ronnie Altard and he scores. Ha, ha. Great. Uh, Lehigh responds to make it 5-2. Okay. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. We're fine. We're fine. We're still up three goals. Ronnie Atard gets his seventh goal. Cal O'Reilly with his twelfth. Adam Ginnin gets his tenth assist of the season. But the Bears are not done done yet. Still keeping the fans pressed in their own zone. Gabriel Carlson over. Mickelrath. Long, long wrister. Deflected. They score. Ethan Frank again. His 20th, 20, by the All-Star break, 20. Wonder who was the last bear that did that. Ethan Frank, his 20th. Dylan Mickelrath, his 10th assist. Big stick, Gabriel Carlson with his 10th assist, 11th assist of the season. 6-2 Hershey, awesome. We got this, we got this. I'm already seeing fans leave. Getting out of Lehigh. They're leaving. It's great. In come Jackson Coates. And he scores. 6-3. Okay. 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 Don't. 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 No reason to get upset. No reason to get upset. It's 6-3 with five minutes to go. It's it's not like years ago where you blew a 6-1 lead. That's not it. Coates gets his eighth. Wisdom with the seventh. Wiley with his fifth. Wyatt Wiley Coyote. He is a genius by trait. But the Bears get a late power play. Winning faceoffs there in the zone. And I love to see stuff like like that. As Mike Scarbosa gets up to Connor McMichael. Rister deflected. Scores! Mason Morelli gets him again! Mason Morelli. Power play goal. His eighth goal. His third in two games. Connor McMichael's 10th assist. Mike Scarbosa, 24th assist of the season. 7-3 with three minutes of change to go. And on the broadcast, many Phantoms fans get up to leave. <laughs> That's right. Get up and leave. Saunter away. Go watch your Eagles. None of you care because the Eagles are looking really good two hours down the road. None of you care. None of you are going to care about the Phantoms until football season's over anyway. Get out of here. What are you going to do? Watch the 76ers? What are you going to do? I'm rambling. Sorry. That's an issue. 
I'm sure they'll all get some Tim Hortons on the way out. I'm sure they'll want some coffee. They'll want it black like their hearts. I can't... I'm, I'm rambling. Sorry. <laughs> 7-3. Go warm up the bus. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win it. 7-3 the final. Cal O'Reilly gets third star with two points. Mike Scarbosa, second star with a goal and assist. And Ethan Frank, 4.92 goals and two assists. Great stuff all around. Absolutely love it as the Bears win 7-3. Highest goal output of the season. And uh, going, I think, two for seven on the power play. I think No, one for two on the power play. My bad. One for two. But yeah, you know, everything's coming up Hershey in this game. Road wins against division opponents, very much needed. High output and much needed as we headed into the great Teddy Bear Toss. And we'll get to that right after this. NBA fans, it's time to bring hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports better better sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. This week, new customers can bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time only, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you get a free bet back. Of course, you want to take any game that involves the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors, two teams in the heart of California battling for that play-in tournament. will always produce some fine, sweet West Coast NBA action if you want to get a little bit of money back in case a team like the 76ers or the Celtics don't come home. Make sure you check out the wide variety of NBA action on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use... And sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. All right, Bears fans, we have a new sponsor for the Grit and Barrett podcast coming in. We are talking about none other than... Raycon. Yes, this time of year, everyone is looking to make big changes. Of course, it's the new year, new year, new you, new whatever, which is all well and good. But most of the the time, it's pretty unrealistic. Have you seen the scale lately? I kid, I kid, I kid. I've tried the whole losing weight thing. Has never really worked out to me. Or this is the year I'm going to get rid of that dreaded arm hair and doesn't really pull... Pull it off, though. (laughs) I say too much on these podcasts. Anyway, I found that the smallest of change to your routine can make the biggest of impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change of something you use any day, like Raycons. Raycons is premium audio for the perfect perfect price point that you can build great habits around without breaking the bank. I love using Raycons because I'm a big believer, not just listening to a ton of podcasts, which I do, but I'm, I'm a subscriber to audible. I love audiobooks because I'm an auditory learner 
and walking around my neighborhood with big headphones, the same one I use for this podcast on, don't really look all that that great. But with Raycon, they are sleek. I can just pop them in my ear like the snore blockers that, that I wear. They're sleek. They fit in, and it looks like just you're normally just walking along. Now, don't get scared. Oh, is this going to damage my hearing? Is this going to do all that? Nope. Because whether you're looking at an everyday earbuds, the low audacity gaming headphones, or a speaker with a bat- battery that can last all night for your late night listening, Raycons has got you covered. Yep, Raycons start at half the price of the premium audio brands. So, hold on a second here. Let me get this. So, you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair or a spare, which still costs less than premium head headphone headphones out there. Like I said, I myself would use the everyday earbuds for when I'm listening to podcasts or audiobooks. Just something I would use for either listening around the house or for doing this podcast. Even if you know what even if you know you'll love Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you're feeling great about your purchase. They offer a buy now pay later option and every purchase has an easy free return po- policy. I myself would pot would love the noise isolation. When I listen to music, I want to be embedded in it. I don't want to have to worry if I got to fuddle things or if it's going to come through. That's why I love the crystal clear quality. I want to make sure that I hear everything and it's water and sweat resistant because once we start in the springtime again and I'm getting out there and getting and getting more walking time in, I got to make sure that these things will hold up even when I, when I start sweating. So ready to buy something with the big Impact Bears fans? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15 off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off at buyraycon.com slash THPN. Of course, thank you again to Raycon, the sponsor of this podcast. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. That's right, two sponsors reads here on the show. Hey, I got to do it. Got to pay the bills somehow. Sorry. Maybe not sorry. Who knows? But ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again. It's that lovely, delightful time of year where one we had circled on the calendar, Corey Schwartz and myself, when we talked about this all the way back in July, it was none other than the teddy bear toss night. Sweet, cuddly mayhem. Copyright Hershey Bears. And... It's that time of year again. The Bear, the Bears fan base always gets pumped up for Teddy Bear Toss. Two years in a row throwing over 100,000 stuffed animals out on the ice. And so much great stuff out there that the Bears do this time of year. You know, great charities get involved in this. The, the humanitarian efforts that get put into this by the Bears Nation and its, its charities are just amazing. It really, really is, especially the post-COVID one last year, over 50,000 bears and near sellout type game. But let me just address something here that I know you intelligent Bears fans out there that listen to this were quite upset that that this game 
has the highest ticket prices of the year that are extremely hard tickets to get. Throughout the week, I was fielding DMs and people like, can you add me to the season exchange page? I need to get tickets for tonight. Does anybody have tickets for Sunday? Anybody? Anybody this? I need two. I need four. Here's four for $200. Here's four for $150. I have a pair for $75. Hey, it's business. It's business. I'm not in the gouging market, but dynamic tier pricing is nothing new. Might I suggest Bears fans that, you know, you know, go look at the NHL sometime. Look at NHL and let's say you want to go to DC and see Pens versus Caps on a Thursday night. Well, guess what? I hope you got $200 burning a hole in your pocket because that's what each ticket's probably going to cost. Now, let's say they were playing the Sharks on a Thursday. You could probably get 35 to $40 a pop up in the 300 level. That's just how it's done. Major League Baseball, go to Boston. Get yourself a Sox-Yankees ticket. See how much that'll run you for. Or a Sox-Rays ticket. See how much that'll run you. Mets, do that for Mets versus Phils. Or go to Citizens Bank Park. Phillies Pirates. Phillies Mets. Phillies Yankees. Divisional rivals. You know, Phils Nats. Phils Braves. Those are always pricey. That's just how the system is. Supply and demand. Herco's not stupid. They know their money makers. They know this night and Hershey Park past nights, the second half of the season, are the more highly attended games. And that's where the money is. Even at one of my other great places I love to work at, the PA Ren Fair, they, <clears throat> this past year, did a $5 price hike in the month of October. As someone who has donned the uniform and worked there six years, yeah, October is our busiest month. Absolutely, that's when the most people come in. So, that's the nature of the business. And for some of you season ticket holders who complain about the gouging this time of year, what does it matter? Herco has your money. You already paid. You fed the beast. You fed the beast. Don't complain that it's getting fat. So, I'm sorry, everyone. It's the nature of the business. I ain't saying it's right, but I'm saying I understand. And maybe go and check out a few other teams in higher-up leagues and see just how good you really have it. But anyway, it's not a night to be bitter. It's a night for celebration. As I'm at Giant Center, 3 o'clock start there on a Sunday afternoon. Get there early. God's playbook in the morning. Bears in the afternoon. And oh boy, oh boy, people are there. When we get to puck drop going, it is a full energetic bunch lots of people in the concourse bears come out wearing their cream alternates because of course the bridgeport uh, islanders come off a shellacking up in wilkesbury last night we gave a beating to the lehigh valley phantoms and (laughs) it's bridgeport we've beaten them three times a season already he's okay we got this he's okay we got this Um, we kind of don't as Bridgeport really pushes us around in the first part. Don't get a lot of great chances as the neutral zone's getting clogged up and we're really not getting those slot chances, those odd man rushes. All right. They embody the spirit of the pesky Islanders, but 
we can handle this. The Bears, Aaron Ness goes down for a for a cross check. Bears get two two uh, <clears throat> penalties early, but even though they got clipped, Bears got cross checked of their own. I thought Terry Kilharski retired the previous night. Bobby Nardella goes off for slashing. Very questionable call considering he just got cross-checked 30 seconds. <coughs> All right, we'll be fine. Fine. Bridgeport gets set up. Chris Terry, Andreoff, over to Terry. He scores! one nothing Bridgeport. And leading 9-2 in shots. Okay. 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 It's not the first time we've gone down a goal in the teddy bear toss. All you need's one. All you need's one. We'll be fine. The Bears press back in the period, trying to get shots in, but the crossing feeds are not connecting. The Bears are gripping the sticks a little too tight. Passes get whiffed on. Clearing breakout passes get whiffed. What the heck's going on here? As the Bears, at the end of the first, are down one nothing. They get the shots back, but none of them really threaten Sererik. None of them really do. And we get into the second. Another power play for, for Bridgeport. Dennis Chalowski up top. Chris Terry. Terry. Puck. Scramble in the slide. Derenio chips it in once again. My goodness. 2 nothing Bridgeport. On Dar... Dar- whatever the hell his name is. His ninth goal... Chris Terry is 29th assist. Dennis Choslowski, his 18th assist. 2 nothing Bridgeport. <laughs> Guys? Guys? Um, um, yeah, um, let me show you the odds here, Sparky. Um, look, okay. If this was a rando Sunday night, back-to-back, I wouldn't be all that concerned about this, considering we've beaten Bridgeport three times already this season, so they're due. But um, in case you haven't noticed, boys, it's the frickin' Teddy Bear Toss Night! So let's make with the giddy-up, shall we? And the boys do. They get back at it. Power play of their own. But Bridgeport clogging up the point. The Bears are given no room to move. If they're on the boards, there's a blue uniform at the blue line. There is a blue jersey right in their face. No time to skate. Over to Connor McMichael. And the circle winds, fires, misses. Oh, my goodness. Coming back down. The other way, three on two. Over to Mike Scarbosa. Miss pass. Breakout zone. Of the zone. Joe Snively trying to get up. And he loses the puck in his skates. Dylan Mickelrath, high circle. Goes, shoots, and the stick freaking breaks. What's going on here? What the heck's going on? Do the hockey gods hate us? What have we done to anger the hockey gods? What's going on here? And, oh my gosh. And the Bears, they lead on the shots after the second. They lead to 27-16 to 16 on shots, but it's still 2-0 at the end of second. I'm holding on to a big stuffed ornament. That I'm gripping, ready to throw out onto the ice. And we walk around the concourse at the end of the second. And it is quiet. And it's not, how about this? No, it is quiet. 
And you know what? I got to give the Bears fans, Hershey Bears credit. I have never heard 10,000 clinched behinds at once, but here we are. I've never heard that before, but here we are. That everybody is nervous energy. And we get into the third. We've already had some people bail. Because, well, guess what? The Philadelphia Eagles are up 21-7. So they're going to go home and enjoy that and throw the bags into the donation bins on the way out. But the fans start asking, well, what's going to happen? Do we throw them on this period? What's the stance? What if the Bears score late? What are we going to do? No announcement. Okay. I'm just going to hold on to my stuffed bear. I'm just going to hold on. The Bears keep pressing up. Dylan McGrath wide open for a point shot and breaks his freaking stick again. Puck's getting lost in skates. Bridgeport get pucks, keeps dumping it back in. Clogging up the neutral zone. Entry passes getting knocked down. Jeremy Sererik barely has to do anything. But three minutes into the period, in comes Connor McMichael with Joe Snively. Down low over to Snively. Pokes it. Just freaking wider than that. Are you kidding me? Joe's a right freaking there. Right there, you... Guys! This... Just get one in. Okay? I'm not going to ask you to win the stupid game. Just get one in. Just get one. Pass is getting broken up. Every time the Bridgeport gets the puck into our zone, I hang my head. Break and breakout entry, breakout passes are getting swung on and missed by guys who know better. I'm looking at you, Aaron Ness. Beck Malenstein, God bless him, he's out there hitting everything out on the ice and trying to do it himself. A couple times, Joe Snively tries to go in, but every crossing feed gets broken up. Every time, plastered into the boards, losing puck battles. The Bears go 35% on the face-off circle. Oh my goodness. This is a simple game. You get the puck. You pass the puck. You shoot the puck into the net. You got it. Oh my goodness. Tick, 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 tick. The clock starts winding down. And I get that feeling. Eight minutes to go. And it's a Bill Simmons level of losing from one of his articles. This can't be happening level five. A game that you're supposed to win. A game you should win. But yet, you just don't. And the the opponent shoots out of a cannon, catches you off guard, and you go down. And with this case, on your teddy bear toss night, you're down 2 nothing with four minutes to go. This can't be happening. We're going to be shut out on Teddy Bear Toss Night. This has happened to three other teams, but this doesn't happen to us. This happened to Hartford. This can't happen to us. This happened to Springfield. This can't happen to us. We're Hershey, damn it. This can't be happening. And with three minutes to go, Jared Ronsky gets on, and I hear this. Attention Bears fans. If the Bears are able to score a goal within the last couple minutes, we ask you not to throw any teddy bears onto the ice. We ask you to refrain 
until the end of the game when you can throw the Bears onto the ice. Please do not throw any Bears onto the ice if the Bears score a goal. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Boo! Boo! What do you mean? I paid good money. I'm going to throw... And me and the guys look at each other. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's Herco doing? Why are you why are you making this announcement? Why? I mean, I get it. I mean, it's a two, it's a tight game situation. You don't want to take 45 minutes and kill the momentum because of the Bears going out, but but this is not good. This is the police chief in front of a riot going, "Everybody disperse. Please return to your homes. Everybody disperse. You you have two sides ready to go at it." And somebody from the 200s throws a stuffed animal and it lands in the 100. Somebody throws a stuffed animal out onto the ice. And there it is. The shot in the dark. There it is. And suddenly, bears are getting thrown from the 200s. Bears are starting to rain. 10, 20 bears get thrown. Jared Rotsky comes on. Well, bears fans, please refrain from throwing... Bears out onto the ice. And from section one, one, uh, what is it? 122. (sighs) Onto the ice. A bear hits the ice. Well, Bears fans, please refrain from throwing any bears onto the ice. It will result in a penalty for the Hershey Bears. Please refrain. Boo! Boo! Oh, no. The pot's boiling over. It's a pot of pasta that's about ready to boil over. And Bears try. Pull Shepard with three minutes of change to go. Nothing. And the Bears just can't get anything going. A shot goes right into the chest of Sarek with five seconds left. And here come the Bears. Over the glass. The fans start throwing. The Bears like a goal's been scored. Chucking bears, chucking bears, and the refs go, that's it, that's it, game's over, we're done, we're done. The bears are assessed a uh, delay of game penalty, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Bridgeport, we're done here, we are done. Bears lose 2 nothing on Teddy Bear Toss. They outshot Bridgeport 39-21. to Chris, Tarrant, Chris Terry gets third star with two assists. Andrean Durariu gets second star with two two goals. Jacob Sorarek, 39 for 39 and well-deserved. And Bears fans just start throwing the Bears. Doesn't matter that there's five seconds left on the clock. Doesn't matter. The man's not going to tell me what to do. And And me and the guys just look at each other and we go, no, no, no. I am not partaking in this. No, nope. This is a disgrace. This is an embarrassment. In the words of Liam Neeson from from A-Team, yes, the new movie, this is a disgrace. And we just take our, we we take the stuffed animals we had and we leave. Bears fans start to file out. I am not participating in this whatsoever. And I am leaving. Now, Bears fans went out to social media to validate what they did, claiming it was for the kids. 
that the real winners in this is the kids. And Bears players went out there to help with the assist of the bagging. And at time of this podcast, we do not know how many were thrown on the ice. And some of you may ask, well, don't you care about the kids? Why didn't you throw throw your bears? You have every right to. Herco can't tell you what they do. <laughs> they can't throw out all of us. What are they going to do? The game's over. No. The end does not justify the means. Sorry. That's just me. I don't know how many of you Bears fans remember the Ed Snyder bracelet things. You know, uh, Caps Flyers. After Ed Snyder died, one of the Flyers founders. And the Flyers were, were losing and they were throwing the... the uh, the orange light-up bracelets onto the ice, and the Flyers actually got penalized for it? Well, guess what, Bears fans? Here's your equivalent of this. And guess what? And guess what? That was televised. That was put out on websites and blogs, this podcast and others. It's out there on the socials, and all of social media is making fun of you for it. So guess what? Stay on your high horse all you want. But it doesn't change the fact the Bears lost. They got shut out. And if you want to feel good about yourself by tossing the Bears out on the ice and cloak yourself in righteous vindication by claiming it was for the kids, well, guess what? As the kids like to say, you do you. But I am not. I am not going to use an act of rebellion to do this. I will wait till a goal is scored next year. And as much as you have a right to do what you do, I have a right to do what I do as well. But I was embarrassed to be a Bears fan because of what I saw out there. Acting like Flyers fans. Acting entitled and arrogant. And saying, oh, well, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know. What are we supposed to do? The game's over, bro. They can't stop us. And this is not all at the feet of the, the fans. This is not. Bears management. As well. Not having a contingency plan. Because we've never had a year where we got this far without a goal. And other teams would would do it at the um at the end of the second period. Now I know other teams have smaller setups. They don't have as many as the Bears fans do, but get ready for that to be implemented. Because of what happened tonight. And sure, maybe if it was 0-0, things would have been different. But the line had to be crossed, didn't it? The line had to be crossed. And I just left. I left with my head down, upset, and just went away. I'm sorry to the ushers and security who had to see this. I'm sorry for a lot of first-time Bears fans and and... People who come out annually for this, who had to witness this. This is not how it's normally done. This is not how it's normally done. And credit to Bridgeport, who came in and played a perfect game. Jeremy Swearlick played absolutely incredible. And Bridgeport did everything right. We did almost everything wrong. And everything, well, I shouldn't say everything wrong, but everything but scoring. Not our night. But a night that you laid a dud was a teddy bear toss night. Todd Nelson not happy about this, and rightfully so, and myself not. Myself not as well, because of the actions that were taken in on this. 
So you may not agree with me, and you don't have to, but I was embarrassed by what I saw, and this shouldn't happen. This should not, it should never have gotten this far. It shouldn't have. An announcement should have been made at the beginning of the third, so you had people who had time to get this out of their system. Would they have thrown it at the ice at the beginning of the third? Maybe, maybe not. But at least then you give people time to make that choice to either get out and walk away or put their donations elsewhere or do whatever. But to do that with five minutes left in the period, you are asking for trouble. Absolutely asking for it. And I've rambled on this about enough. And nothing I say is going to change about it because, well, everybody's made their choice and everybody's made their decision. And, well, I guess we just got to wait for the 2024 um, teddy bear toss to see where this goes. Now, don't we? So, despite everything... On the said weekend, the Bears are still number one in the Atlantic. And still number one in all the length with 61 points. Providence at second with 57. Charlotte in third with 50 points. Actually getting some separation this weekend on a successful roadie. Uh, Lehigh with 40. Lehigh and Wilkes-Barre with... Lehigh, Wilkes-Barre, Springfield, and Bridgeport all with 45. Jesus. And Hartford in dead last with 43 so busy weekend for the bears and it will still get busier as we head into all-star weekend everyone so with that being said that'll do it for this edition of the grits and barrett podcast a little long in the tooth but a lot of stuff to go over everyone don't forget to give a like share and subscribe to all this no matter what platform you're listening to and get out there and enjoy your February, everyone, and I'll see you at Giant Center on Saturday. Go Bears!